Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. The journey far from over. I'm obsessed with this game. Enough is never enough. It's about taking it to another level. The only direction is to rise. Makes the catch. It was perfect. Everybody in their opinions, they don't deposit at the bank. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNU were presented by Progressive Insurance. Good morning, Key. What's happening, man? You didn't really see. You missed it. Jalen Hurts and that bar he just dropped right there. No, 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 no. Yeah, I didn't you, miss it, but go ahead. He just dropped one. He just, he just let you know that everybody in their opinions don't deposit at the bank. I love that. For sure. Ooh, that's Micah a good Parsons, one right there. Micah Parsons has an opinion, but he will <laughs> deposit you on the turf. You know, like, like I love – Key, I love what's going on here. We're talking about Micah Parsons, who – if there's a dude who's more like Lawrence Taylor than Micah Parsons since LT was around, you got to give me the name because this dude looks the most to me like LT in his young career so far. Since LT, I haven't seen another player that made me think, boy, that reminds me a lot of that. That's yeah, a lot. That may, that may be true, but Jalen Hurts is not backing down. Not Jalen Hurts. Nobody and no thing whatsoever. I mean, it's just pretty – it's just interesting to hear in that conversation right there, um, you know, what, what, what Jalen Hurts is saying. He just lets you know he done been through a lot, so it's nothing new to him. Jalen Hurts is uh, – it's clear why his teammates love him, right? Why they play well together, his leadership style and skills his, and ability, you know, coach's son, all that kind of stuff. Threat through the air, threat on the ground, the whole thing. But key – this matchup, these two teams had head-to-head all year. The Eagles have been hearing about how, well, the Cowboys will probably pop them in Dallas, right? That'll be another loss. Eagles, meantime, don't look like they're trying to lose to anyone. Dallas sees them coming. But, it's the heavyweight so, matchup. But the crazy part about it, they don't play for two weeks, though. Yeah, but it's the They play on Christmas Eve, man. Yeah, it's Christmas that's like, Eve. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a couple weeks from now, and they're chirping already. Oh, I love it. Oh, well, better yet. Michael Parsons is chirping, not Jalen Hurts, so to speak. I just like what Jalen Hurts said about opinions because he's so true. They ain't got, they, they not, you can't cash those at the bank. Let's, let's talk about what Michael Parsons said. He was speaking on the Vaughn cast with Vaughn Miller, Cowboys edge rusher, and Michael Parsons openly questioned. Now think about this. They're chasing the Eagles. Hurts is balling out. You might make one or two plays on the quarterback, and he'll still beat you. If, he's, if his team is better, if he makes a nice play, Parsons, he just throws down the, the – he's just like, look, this is what I said. Here I come. He openly questioned how much credit Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts deserves for Philadelphia's success. Listen to this. We look at the Eagles. Is it Hurts or the team? <sighs> I think it's a little bit of both, man. I think it's, <laughs> it, I think it's, a little, it's, it's system and team. I think it's a little bit of both, man, because they got a great deep, they got a great offensive line, which helps Hurts. Hurts has AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. They got a good running game. I mean, um, Miles Sanders. They scheme that they, they scheme that they have. O line. I mean, bro, bro like it, like, <laughs> and this Eagles Cowboys, the Eagles Cowboys coming up, ain't it? 
Yeah, it's coming up. I, I'm not. I'm not trying to make no enemies. I. I just like. I just love the game so much, and I understand it so much that like I can't. I, I like. I like when things are off. I. I just can't like hold it in. Like I almost gotta say something. Like you know, you're right. They got. They got a great team, great defense. But everyone. Everyone has their own opinions. Like, but they got so. Jalen Hurts is. MVP. He's good. He's he, good. He's good. He, I, he's minus 150. He's the odds-on favorite to win the MVP. Mahomes is plus 200. Joe Burrow plus 650. Josh Allen, who's the they preseason see, favorite, plus 2200. Josh Allen up here. They ain't going to let that go. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen. Hey, Key, Josh Allen has two or three good games. He's right. You know, Josh Allen no, can I easily know, get back in. It's funny, though. They ain't going to make sure <laughs> to keep his name in the odds. Well, he was the preseason favorite. Uh, so Jalen Hurts, Key. I, I hear what Micah Parsons is saying, and I believe I him. I think I think Micah Parsons believes what he's saying. But the eyeball test to me with Jalen Hurts checks. Like it looks good, even if you think it's he's on a great team and he is protection, offensive line, wideouts, coaching, the whole thing. But it looks good when Jalen Hurts does it. How good is Hurts, Key? Okay, so before I even get into how good is Hurts. I'm going to push back on Michael Parsons when he start talking about the team and all those sort of things because Peyton Manning had Marvin Harrison, Edgen James, Reggie Wayne, Dallas Clark, Mathis on the defense, Freeney on the defense, okay, uh, Jason Belzer in the secondary, uh, Tony Dungy on the sideline. I mean, so, you know, you start getting into personnel and things of that nature, that quarterback makes that personnel go. Tom Brady had Gronkowski. He had Willie McGinnis and Teddy Bruce. I mean, we can go on and on and on and on about quarterbacks and their personnel groupings and what Troy Aikman had and what Deion Sanders was on one side and Charles Haley was the defensive end on another side and Emmitt Smith was behind him running the ball and the playmaker was running skinny posts for first downs on third and 18. It, you, you cannot take away from the potential greatness that Jalen Hurts has just because he's surrounded around a great cast of characters. Uh, they went out, and Howie Roseman went out and got A.J. Brown because he realized that that quarterback needed help to take it to the next level. They drafted Devontae Smith, not with the idea of Jalen Hurts, but understanding they needed a young go-getter at the receiver position for him. They got Sanders in the backfield. They got defensive help up front because they knew that they needed to plug holes so they couldn't, didn't get gashed in the middle of the field. I mean, it, it's so you can't look at it and say, well, Jalen Hurts isn't doing his job. It's everybody else because you can apply that to Jim Kelly when he went to four Super Bowls if it wasn't for Bruce Smith and Andre Reid at the receiver position and Thurman Thomas at the running back spot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so I do. But th- You can't do that. But, yes, that's right. And as I said, even if someone has all that stuff, then you have to evaluate evaluate what you see them do with it. Jalen Hurts looks good. Harry but Douglas nobody, made a but, point. But anybody, anybody that has all of what he has, yeah, in not doing what he is doing right now with the team, right? They're not good. Well, well they won't even be but, playing. No, no, you might have this same team have three losses and you still play well. He's got one loss, and he's the thing that Harry three Douglas one, said the other three day. Three and one in the loss column at the end of the season is really good. The, the thing that Harry Douglas <laughs> said the other day that I really three liked or one better yet was was Hertz has been the most consistent. He has. He has not had any bad games. He's been really, really good, and that says a lot. But. It is fair, Key, when you mention everything Peyton Manning had, Jim Kelly had, some guys have more than others. Every year, 
like Jim Kelly had a lot in Buffalo, right? Peyton Manning had a lot on offense in Indianapolis, not always on defense. So Tom Brady, no, he early had a lot on, on D too. To, but there were there were guys with more on D. Indianapolis Colts didn't always have the best or top, you know, top half or top third well, that defense. That was because they some styled, other teams did. But, but see, Max, that was because of the style. The off it was an offensive driven team in the style. On the defensive side was Ben. Don't break. Don't even worry about it. We'll score. Just keep them out of the end zone. That's what it was about. Okay, but go ahead. All right. Okay. I, I no. I hear what you're saying. Point taken. The point is, if you evaluate the league right now for MVP, and this was an MVP conversation. I don't, I don't think Parsons is just trying to boost his own case. I don't think he's going to win MVP. But Patrick Mahomes is doing it with less. You could say, well, Kittle keeps the change moving. He does. I'm sorry, Kelsey, Kittle. I meant Kelsey, uh, Kelsey, Kelsey, Kelsey. Kelsey keeps the change moving. He does. But the fact is, their defense isn't very good. And Spagnola, people have been critical of this year in terms of the way he's trying to match up with certain teams, especially the Bengals. And they did lose Tyree Kill, who is a lot. I mean, he's they're in the MVP it, but conversation. But they're doing it different than they did a year ago. The quarterback has displayed that we can still score points. We're just not going to go 60. We're going to go 60 in a bunch of small bites and not in large chunks, which is fine. Patrick Mahomes is in the MVP conversation. There's no question about it. But you just mentioned to me twelve and one. Isn't that what you said? Yep. Okay, so the Kansas City Chiefs are not twelve and one. Despite what the personnel may look like, they're not twelve they're and not one. 12, but that's Philadelphia what I mean. Is. But that's what I mean. Like you I think you, twelve and you one. Wanna, right? You you want to do the hard work. It's hard work to try to isolate a player's value. So most people don't want to do it. So they just go, well, that's the best player on the best team. He's the MVP. And what Parsons, to me, is saying is, hold on, time out, everybody. Jalen Hurts is really good, right? He's good. There's no question. I think he's great. But there are better players than that, not in the better position. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes is better than Jalen Hurts, period. And I think he's having a better year. But he, you could- he's, had, he's been in it longer. Their styles are different. Okay, uh, Patrick Mahomes can't run like Jalen Hurts, and Jalen Hurts can't Houdini it like Patrick Mahomes. Their Who are you taking on the board? Max. They're both on the board. Who are you taking? Well, it depends on what my system is. Be a part of Keyshawn J. Will and Max Nation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. 888-SAY-ESPN, 729-3776. ESPN Nation is presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper the one fans deserve. All right, we want you to weigh in. Parson trying, Parson's trying to, like, play some games with Jalen Hurts. he's trying to get a few votes himself. He knows what he's doing. Does he? Is, that, is he doing what Key is saying? Who's more responsible for the Eagles' success, Jalen Hurts or the team? Plus, oh, is it time for Jaylen Green Hurts Bay to punt on Jordan Love? Yeah. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100 times your money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. 
quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stat types are what make PrizePix the number one daily fantasy sports app. Go to prizepix.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepix.com morning, code morning, for a first deposit match up to $100. PrizePix. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bought, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. So what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go visit your parents, hang out with friends and catch a movie? They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? Maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off. With everything in your life that you handle, work, picking the kids up from school, running errands, you never really get enough me time. The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Jalen Hurts is my number one candidate to win the MVP award this season. Hurts, quarterback draw, straight up the gut to the five, and easiest pie into the end zone. He's just become a point guard at this point. I have never, ever seen a quarterback make the strides that Jalen Hurts has made. And he has so many different ways that he can distribute the football. Jay Willemax, ESPN Radio. Jalen Hurts lost his starting job at Alabama, had to transfer. Puts up numbers, but same school where the number one overall pick, Baker Mayfield went, put up numbers. He goes first overall. Kyler Murray, he goes first overall. Jalen Hurts, same thing, right? Key, he goes in the second round. Loses his college job, goes in the second round. Gets to the Eagles. He's a work in progress. And now he is the odds-on favorite, meaning it's more likely that he wins the MVP at this moment, according to Vegas, than everyone else combined wins the MVP. Think about that one. But Micah Parsons, who was apparently born on another planet, man, because that's not a human physical specimen. This guy is ridiculous. Said this to Von Miller on the Vaughn cast 
Cowboys linebacker. He's coming for the Eagles quarterback. They got a matchup Christmas Eve. Here's what he said about Jalen Hurts and the MVP. We look at the Eagles. Is it Hurts or the team? I think it's a little bit of both, man. I think it's, <laughs> it's, I think it's, little, it's, it's system and team. I think it's a little bit of both, man, because they got a great deep, they got a great offensive line, which helps Hurts. Hurts has AJ Brown and Devonta Smith. They got a good running game. I um, mean, Miles Sanders. They scheme that they they scheme that they have. O line. Yeah. I mean, bro, bro like it, like, <laughs> and it's Eagles Cowboys. The Eagles Cowboys coming up, ain't it? Yeah, it's coming up. I, I'm, not, I'm not trying to make no enemies. I, I just like, I just love the game so much, and I understand it so much that like, I can't. I, I like, I like when things are off. I, I just can't like hold it in. Like, I almost gotta say something. Like, you know, you're right. They got, they got a great team, great defense. But everyone, everyone has their own opinions. Like, but they got so Jalen Hurts is, he's, he's good. He's he, good. Don in Dallas, you're on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Hey, thanks for the call again, guys. Uh, Key, y'all got to stop this double standard stuff, man, because now I'll take Jalen Hurts over my quarterback, uh, Rain Dakota Prescott, any day. I'm not going to call him Dak because he's not cool. You can't have a cool name when you're doing stupid stuff. But anyway, uh, it's Michael Parsons was totally correct. It's the system because when you look at the season this year, the only two teams that they played that was coming to the season that was ranked to be good teams was the Cowboys and – uh, the Vikings, and no one trusts the Vikings, and they b- b- beat a Cowboys team with a backup quarterback that gave up three interceptions. And then you go back to last year, they won nine, nine games against teams that wasn't any good last year as well. So you put it all together, the system he got and the players that he got now, that's what made him a whole lot better because he's still not doing it. He hasn't proved anything to me for his, right. him being uh, – Don in Dallas doesn't like Dak, Wait, doesn't like on, a Don. lot of guys. Don, let me ask you something. You said we need to stop the double standard thing. We, I, you you never elaborated on that. What's the double standard? Okay, the double standard is uh, you guys like oh the Cowboys. Uh, they should blow out teams that uh that, that 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 they're way better than and all this stuff here. You know, well Jalen Hurts and them barely beat well because of the three turnovers from a backup quarterback. You know, it was less than ten points. You know, so, like they didn't so, blow so, us out so with who, a backup quarterback, and they should have. Who say that the Cowboys should blow out teams that they better than? Who says that? Well, he's hearing it somewhere, Key. <laughs> I just want him, I want him, you know, when he say us, you talking about us or you talking about people on ESPN? Because I believe if you're better than any team, you're supposed to beat them a certain way. But then there's other teams that you play down to, like the Cowboys did to the Texans. They played down to the Texans, so therefore they got into a shootout, but they figured out how to get out of the situation that they put themselves in. On the other hand, when it comes to Philadelphia's schedule, you play who's on your schedule. They've answered the bell 12 times this year. The only time they didn't answer it is against the Washington Commanders. So you, you can't look at the schedule and pick the games out and say, well, they should have did this to this team and this that team. They win in the games that's in front of them. That's why they're number one in the NFC. They, first of all, no team's going to win every game. Second of all, even the powerhouse teams that only have a couple losses are not going to blow out every team, including the bad teams. You're not going to blow out every team. Including the bad teams. Sometimes a bad team, like you said, Key, might bring you down to their level, might even pop you. It's not, you can't disqualify a team or a player 
because of one or two outings where you felt they should have been better than they were, whether that's beating a team that they lost to, beating a team by a wider margin, right, doing better against a team that they lost to. Like, of course, you're going to have a couple of clunkers in there in the course of a season. I don't care if you're the 85 Bears or the 07 Patriots. 07 Patriots couldn't close the deal in the Super Bowl, right? Greatest team of all time, Chris and Penn. In Pennsylvania, you're on Keyshawn J. Willemax. Good morning. What's going on? How y'all doing this morning? Doing well. We got about uh, 45 <laughs> seconds for you here, Chris. All right, well, listen, I, you know what I'm saying? Dude that just called from Dallas, he don't know what he's talking about. Jalen, you know what I'm saying? He's answered every bill that he's, that's been put in front of him. Yes, he struggled a little bit last year. He's improved his passing. He always could run, and he played who's on the schedule. You, you can't duck anybody, and Jalen Hurts is most definitely way better than what Michael Parsons is saying. I live 30 minutes from where Michael Parsons grew up, and he is tripping. Well, I mean, it, <laughs> so funny, man. Jalen Hurts improved his throwing. That's the that's exactly what's out there. They put that out there last year. Jalen Hurts was a damn rookie essentially last year. Okay, he didn't he he played four games and not even a whole four games his actual rookie year. So I discount that. And the first time he was a full time starter, he helped lead his team to the playoffs. They yeah. ran up against a buzzsaw in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But so what? Before he even knew what he was doing, the team better. Before he's gonna look like Warren Moon in five years. Before he knew what he was doing, the team played better with him than Carson Wentz. Like right away, he's gonna be dropping dimes in about five years. He's dropping dimes now. What I mean, like I'm talking about, like Warren Moon dimes, like crazy stuff. Key, he's doing it. Like, let's be honest, man. His high. I'll put his highlight. There are a couple guys like Mahomes who are like, oh my god, I've never seen that before. Jalen Hurts. Otherwise, you put his highlights up with anyone. Those he can spin it, no question about it. But I'm saying, as he continues to get better at it and better at it and better at it, I just like the narratives that's always set, even to the point where you came out and we introduced this segment. Uh, I mean, you introduced this particular moment in the segment. You talked about all of what he had to go through. Oh, he lost his job at Alabama. Oh, he, he lit it up. He was a Heisman candidate in Oklahoma, but he was a second round. All of that is like the narrative that's set that makes people feel, not your fault, but it makes people feel like this young man hasn't done anything. Keep weighing in on Parsons and Hurts. And could Jordan Love force his way out of Green Bay? From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors... You're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, 
Their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Reggie White, who's a defensive end for the Green Bay Packers, says that the firebombing of his church in Knoxville, Tennessee this week was the work of racists who may have been trying to hurt him. First there was one fire, then there was another, then there was another. It wasn't just Reggie's church that burnt down. Hundreds of churches burned in the 90s. I think we have a major problem in our country that we don't want to admit, and that has to do with racism. Was this 1996 or 1956? 30 for 30 podcast and Antsgate presents Through the Flames. Listen now wherever you get your podcasts. Keyshawn J. Willimax. Well, you can keep weighing in on Jalen Hurts, Micah Parsons, on Von Miller's podcast, the Voncast, talking about Jalen Hurts. He's good. But when you talk about MVP, is it him or the team? Talking about how much he loves football and how much he sees, and he just has to say something. Cowboys, Eagles. Eagles at Cowboys Christmas Eve. Parsons and Hurts both in the MVP conversation. ESPN Wisconsin Packers insider Jason Wild Wildy, excuse me, what I say, Wild idiot. Jason Wildy <laughs> believes Jordan Love will demand a trade from the Packers if he's not the starting quarterback next season. By the way, you want to talk Hurts and and uh, Parsons eight 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 say ESPN seven two nine three seven seven six. But listen to what Wildy says. Quote, I had a really great conversation with Jordan Friday afternoon. You've heard Jason Wildey on this very program. I think he very clearly, even though he wouldn't flat out say it, he does not want to sit for another year. So if we get to year four and Rodgers does come back, I'm fairly confident that he, meaning Jordan Love, will seek a trade, end quote. Wildey recently interviewed Love when asked if Rodgers comes back for the 2023 season. Would he be willing to sit for another year? This was Love's response. Quote, that's something me and my agent will talk about. We'll figure that out. Could Jordan Love force his way out of Green Bay, Key? <laughs> they not force his way out of Green Bay for what? Because Aaron Rodgers is going to come back. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is not leaving $55 million or whatever the number is on the table to walk away when the team has to just make some tweaks here and there and fix some things and be right back in the mix next year. There's no question about it. I don't see where Aaron Rodgers is going to decide to retire um, or or ask to be moved to another situation so that Jordan Love could start the – or the Packers could start the Jordan Love era. Um, I understand he wants to play. There's no question about it. He wants to be on the field, and he he deserves the right to want to be on the field. But they're not taking Jordan Love over Aaron Rodgers at this point in time. It's not. Gonna, it's just not going to happen. What? Listen. First of all, the idea that Rodgers would walk away for fifty-five million is not true because he'll get that anywhere. Like anyone will give him the money, right? The question is, would the Packers, as you just said, be willing to move on from him to move to Jordan Love? And that wouldn't even that would only even be an issue if if Rodgers went to the Packers and said, "Look, the Packers I want already you to trade said me. they want Aaron Rodgers back, though. They already said that two weeks ago." We so, Aaron Rodgers. So we back. are so we're left with Jordan Love not getting on the field unless, you know, barring injury, knockwood, that doesn't happen. But so that's why the question's being asked. Rodgers comes back. That's the Packers plan. There's no in the foreseeable future, we don't know. Rodgers is so good. We're just gonna stay with him for now. You're Jordan Love. Aren't you trying to get out? 
Yeah, going and asking for a trade is not a bad thing for him, but I don't see where the Packers would even get the the the, the return in value. They gave up a number one. They moved up to get him. They're not going to get that back. They, I don't know what they would get back, but it wouldn't even be anything close to that. And I think, you know, unless they evaluate, and the way that I've always looked at things, if teams want a guy like Jordan Love, you have to evaluate the quarterback class that he'll be entering into, which is the 2020 three class, which is the Bryce Youngs, the, the Hookers, the the uh, Strouds, or is he better than them right now? In my opinion, I would probably say yes, because he's played in the National Football League for three years, four years, and he's been around and he's seen the speed of the game and he's been in meetings and things of that nature. So I would obviously say yes to that, but are teams willing to give up what it would take to go get a guy in, instead of drafting? You know, could, would Seattle give up two twos to get him or do they think Geno Smith is a better answer or do they think a kid uh, coming out of college is a better answer? The the Carolina Panthers, are they willing to give up or do they say, you know what, we like what we saw in college from the college kids opposed to what little bit we saw from Jordan Love and the pros. So when you start to look at those sort of things and you start moving it around, you know, are the, are the um, New York Jets willing to say, hey, y'all can have Zach Wilson, we'll take Jordan Love even though we like Mike White, but we don't want Mike White long-term. We want Jordan Love. Take this, this, and this. Are teams willing to do that? So to start the season, it seemed that the present was the Packers unless they were the past and Minnesota was the present. But if Minnesota was the present, the Vikings were the present, they were like a placeholder. You know, It's not like Kirk Cousins is some young, incredible quarterback. He's a veteran, and he's not you know, elite. So then the Bears look like the future, past, present, future, right? And what about the Lions? Ah, Detroit, you know, forget about Detroit. I don't know, though, because all of a sudden you turn around and <laughs> Detroit's looking pretty good. The, 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 the whole north is kind of up in the air. Detroit's future looks good. The Bears' future is potentially really good. Vikings are winning a lot of games, and at least they're not going to be – it doesn't look like they're going to be bad anytime soon. And the Packers are having like a nightmare season, and they're not out of it yet. Right? Like, what does this all mean for the North right now? Before we get into some of these Week 15 quarterback matchups, you guys wanting to weigh in on Micah Parsons, questioning how much uh, credit Jalen Hurts deserves for Philadelphia's success. You want to weigh in on it? You got it. Steve in Virginia. Hey, guys. I just want to say this real quick. Um, Nobody's talking about Dallas could still be the one seed. Minnesota already has three losses. Dallas has a tiebreaker. Dallas beats Philly Christmas Eve. They have the tiebreaker for the the NFC East division record. Philly could lose to the Bears. I mean, there's there's no say. But long story short, everybody, including you guys, have all talked about Dallas' struggle with Houston, how Dallas struggled. It came from behind. You knock them down in the power rankings. You just had Kansas City struggle. You just had Philly struggle at Arizona, who's terrible. They won by three. They came from behind and beat the Colts, who no other team would have lost that lead against. So Philly's escaped worse than Dallas. The 49ers escaped worse than Dallas, struggling at Atlanta. Stephen Virginia, Stephen Virginia, you're making a lot of good points. Here's the problem with Dallas, why they don't get the benefit of the doubt from guys like me. Their miserable failure in the postseason for order, over a quarter century. We've seen this so many times before that when the Kansas City Chiefs struggle and get a win and have the same record as Dallas, 
the team that owns the AFC, that has hosted the AFC championship game every single year of Patrick Mahomes' career as a starter, they get the benefit of the doubt, right? Whereas the Dallas Cowboys, every year, multiple people at this network and across the country pick them to win the Super Bowl, multiple people at some point during the season or preseason. They have had a miserable failure of a record in the playoffs for close to 30 years. So, yes, they don't get the benefit of the doubt. It's true. You're making good points about this season, though. He is making good points about this season, Key. Max Kellerman, you're unbelievable. Keyshawn J. Will and Max presented by Progressive Insurance. Take your pick. Week 15 quarterback matchups. Shannon, take it away. We do have some intriguing matchups, so I want you, simply enough, take your pick. Looking at the quarterback position, Key, we're going to start with you. Brock Purdy or Geno Smith Thursday night? Take your pick. Who you got? I'm going to go with Brock Purdy in this one. Geno struggled here the last couple weeks. Uh, not that he's going back to Geno Smith from the New York Jet days. It's just they've struggled. Uh, Seattle has, has lost a few games here of late. And Brock Purdy just seems like he's pretty to go. That's all. Did I, did I do that right? Or should I say pretty to go? I don't know. Whatever. I tried something. I mean, if but just, I like Brock. If we're talking about quarterback matchups, I might go Geno here. Geno, even when he struggled, hadn't been that bad, really. <laughs> he's no, having a very no, good okay. season. Uh, and and, and uh, I don't know. It just feels to me like, uh, like, like San Francisco might win the game, but I don't know that Purdy wins the quarterback matchup. All right, the next matchup, and take your pick, Week 15 quarterback matchups. Key, Tua or Josh Allen, who you got? Do, do I have to really do this? Tua though, or Josh Allen in the cold, who you got, I, Key? Because I, really, I really don't feel like having people claim that I'm a Tua hater, and I don't want Tyreek texting and tweeting and Facebooking and all the other stuff that people do, but I'm taking Josh Allen in this situation, man. I got to be a damn fool not to. How are you going to look at Josh Allen at home and the things that he's been able to do at home, zipping the football? In fact, they just signed one of the good buddies in Cole Beasley back to the Buffalo Bills because they need a little bit of help at the receiver position. But we got digs. We got the snow. We got cold weather. And we got a team coming from South Florida all the way to Buffalo, and it is going to be cold, especially as the, as the sun goes down and you get into that 9 o'clock hour. I mean, I'm cold just thinking about it. A hundred percent with Key on this. They drafted Josh Allen when he was just a raw talent, right? Because they're like, man, we play in these conditions. Give us a big old, strong, athletic, running, big-armed quarterback. That's just what they got. And Tua is good, but there's a real qualitative difference in, in the level of ability between Josh Allen and Tua, particularly under those conditions. I like Josh Allen. Max is going to be cold. That's <laughs> right. all you need to know. All right, next on Take Your Pick, Week 15 quarterback matchups, Jared Goff or Mike White? Who you got, Key? I'm going to take Jared Goff in this situation. I think, I think Jared Goff is playing solid and sound. He's playing some of the better, best football in his career right now. And, and when you look at it, he's playing with confidence. Dan Campbell in the offense – They've given him a confidence that make you think that, okay, this guy could have been and should have been the number one pick the year he came out, and he's showing that right now with the Lions. Yeah, Jared Goff, I'm going to get into this on a uh, tremendous program called This Just In, 2 p.m. Eastern, ESPN has the most this afternoon. But we sure that Dak, that you'd rather have Dak than Jared Goff, the same draft class, Wentz is out of the conversation now. But that, like, yeah, Dak is in the lead maybe, but I uh, Two-time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl appearance. Jared Goff spinning it like he's spinning it right now. Uh, Jared Goff is good. <laughs> he's he, Jared Goff over Mike White. 
All right, well, Max, I'm glad you brought up Dak Prescott because he's next on the list. Key, take your pick, Dak Prescott or Trevor Lawrence? I, I like Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott has more to work with. And, I, I look, he's got to cut down a little bit of interceptions he's had over the last couple weeks, some his fault, some receiver's fault. But in the end, I do like Dak Prescott. I think he gets a raw deal a lot of the times because people hate two things. They don't like him, and they don't like the Dallas Cowboys, no matter what the Cowboys do. People just don't like Jerry in the star. I'm I'm a, I'm going to agree that uh, people don't like Jerry in the star. No, I, I I hate the Cowboys. But right now you got to go with Dak over Trevor Lawrence. I don't do not believe it'll be that way forever. I think Trevor Lawrence is going to wind up being a better quarterback than Dak Prescott. We've been, we've been saying that two years now. So well, I mean, yeah, but it's still very early in the guy's career, you know. <laughs> And he's had a lot of turnover and key. You, you know it when you see it. Trevor Lawrence got some stuff. Got but right him. now, Dak is better than him. I think I got fooled by the Charger game. <laughs> Charger game when they played the Chargers. I'm like, oh, this guy is signing tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, really, really, really big matchup this weekend in the NFC East. All right, Key, who you got? Take your pick. Daniel Jones or Taylor Heineke? I'm going to take Taylor Heineke in this situation. I think he's just something about – where they're at, how he's fighting and scratching and clawing to get his team into the playoffs. He just looks like he's confident and they're confident in him and they're playing for him. Daniel Jones, on the other hand, they've been banged up at the Giants. They're not as red hot as they were at the beginning of the season when we figured, okay, they're going to be a walk-in, shoe-in for the playoffs in this situation. They've cooled off since then. I'm taking Heineke's and the Commanders in this situation. By the way, I don't just hate the Cowboys. I hate the, the Eagles and the Commanders, too, as a Giants fan. But, and, but I like Heineke. Heineke got some stuff. Like, I like his whole thing. But uh, Daniel Jones better than Heineke. Like, if you're asking who's going to win the game, I get you saying, like, you like the commanders over the Giants. Giants are working with very little talent on the team overall. But I think Daniel Jones is a better quarterback than Heineke, and I like Heineke. Daniel Jones is pretty good. Uh, Daniel, give me Daniel, Daniel Jones. Jones is better than Heineke, but not, to, not in not this, this game, week. week I, I understand 15. what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. Nah. All right, last one here for you guys. Interesting matchup here with these quarterbacks. Tom Brady or Joe Burrow? Who you got, Key? Tom Brady from 2015. <laughs> because <laughs> I'll take Joe I'll Burrow take... in that case, by the way, even in 15. Go ahead. No, you're not. Man, be quiet. I'm taking Joe Burrow in this situation. Tom hasn't played good football this year. He struggled a little bit here down the stretch. I know he had to come from behind. Nice muster to win against the Rams late. You know, he marched them down, got it done. But it's just Tom Brady's a shell of himself right now. Joe Burrow's playing great football with those receivers and that offense, and the defense is playing good. Cincinnati's red hot. They may steal the division from the Ravens. And I just think that he's going to probably play a little bit better. Yeah, Joe Burrow over Tom Brady in this matchup. His team is playing better. He's playing better. He's, you know, a, a young, athletic superstar, not even in his prime yet. And Brady uh, – I'll. Brady, I think, can still play if you give him an offensive line, but he doesn't have one right now. So that's it. There we have it. Um, <laughs> for more on Joe Burrow and the Bengals, let's welcome in ESPN Cincinnati Bengals reporter Ben Baby. What's going on, Ben? Ben, when you dropping that? No, album? not much. What's that key? Uh, ben Baby, when you gonna drop that rap album? Hey, you know what? The mixtape's coming soon. Right now, I gotta wait and see how the season's gonna play out first. But you know, if you need a hot sixteen, just let me know, Key, and I'll I'll, I'll drop. Okay. Sixteen. Give you a hot sixteen. Because Ben Baby does not Ben Baby sounds like a hip hop artist, yeah. right? Yeah, it yeah. just does. 
Uh, so Joe Burrow's performance this season, Ben, um, he's uh, coming on like gangbusters recently. You know, Jamar Chase, he had to play without Jamar Chase. Now he got him back. Um, people are mentioning him on the outskirts of the MVP conversation. Tell me about it. You know, Max, for me, the, the big difference with Joe Burrow the last few weeks, really, I, I think when you look at it the last several weeks, he's really starting to come on after that appendectomy surgery that, that he really downplayed at the beginning of training camp when he had it. You know, he had that emergency appendectomy and was out uh, for a couple weeks in practice in Really, you know, he probably should have sat out that first game when he threw four uh, interceptions against the Pittsburgh Steelers, a week one loss that has aged very poorly. But as he's continued to come on this season, you've seen him get, you know, get a lot more confidence in his body, starting to feel a lot better, and he's starting to grow a lot in this offense as well. You know, you've seen him, even without Jamar Chase, be able to, to navigate around the offense. He's felt really good in the pocket. He's looked very decisive gotten the ball out of his hands quickly, been able to evade pressures, everything you would want to see in your franchise quarterback. And because of that, the Bengals right now are playing the best they have under um, since Burrow's been here, you know, the longest win streak under Zach Taylor's tenure. And I'll be honest, this team is playing better than it has uh, even last season, which is saying a lot considering, you know, last year was last year's Super Bowl run. Ben, did, did uh, Joe Burrow find another favorite target? And Trent Irwin? You know, him and Trent Irwin seem to be clicking a little bit, you know, and it's interesting. We looked at one of the one of the questions about this offense this year was that if one of these wide receivers got hurt, you know, we all know what Jamar Chase and D. Higgins and Tyler Boyd can do. But if one of these receivers got hurt, what's gonna happen behind them? There wasn't a lot of proven production. They kept what they they stood with guys on the roster and we're seeing some of the dividends because of that. And I asked Zach Taylor you know, what What went behind that decision. And he said that there was a lot of trust that Burrow had with the receivers who were currently in that wide receiver room. And we're seeing that with Irwin, a guy who was bounced between the practice squad and the roster, has played his way onto the 53-man roster, been key in some tight situations uh, the last couple of weeks without Chase. And, and you've seen Burrow. What's interesting is that, you know, when Chase was out, Trenton Irwin was running some of Jamar's routes. And even though Jamar wasn't on the field, Burrow still had confidence that the receiver was going to be there. And for a guy who has predicated his entire game around accuracy and timing and getting the ball out exactly when it needs to be, if not a little earlier, that's a huge amount of trust that you have to have in your receivers. And and in key situations, like I said, on some big third downs, and not just Trent Irwin, we've seen that with Trent Taylor as well, another backup. You know, the offense has delivered, those guys have delivered, and, and it's why, even though there have been some injuries, Things have gone well for Cincinnati. Being baby ESPN Cincinnati Bengals reporter joins us this morning on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Being where should Joe Burrow be? Well, better yet, where where would the Cincinnati Bengals fan base like to see Joe Burrow in the MVP conversation? Man, I can just if you want me to walk downtown and shout it out, I'm going to get about one answer, and that's going to be number one. However. I, when you look at it, you know, I, I do think that Jalen Hurts right now, when you look at the body of work, what he's been able to do this year, it, it's hard to argue against him, and it's easy to see why he's easily the betting favorite from our friends over at Caesar Sportsbook. But, you know, Burrow has played himself into the MVP conversation, and, and we'll see what happens. I mean, theoretically, Joe Burrow could end the year 
with a win over Patrick Mahomes. He did get a win over Tua, albeit it was that game where Tua suffered the concussion that was that was very controversial. And the Bengals will have you know games against Tom Brady, like we have this weekend coming up, and then a game against Josh Allen again on Monday Night Football. And potentially, if Lamar Jackson comes back for Week 18, that game could decide the division. So he could have a lot of high-profile matchups against a lot of notable uh, opposing quarterbacks. And that, you know, if the Eagles falter, we'll see what happens. But Burrow has played himself into a, a interesting situation in the MVP race. You know, Max, I think you'll like this. You know, I, I believe that when you, when you look at this quarterback matchup this weekend, it kind of reminds me a little bit of the Nioa Inouye and Nonito Donaire matchup. And we all know <laughs> Donaire, you know, the, the most recent one, where Donaire, when he got in the ring, we said maybe Donaire still has the goods. And when Inouye was on the other side of the ring, he said, mm, not, not necessarily the case. And Inouye just wiped through him. You know, maybe we're seeing a changing of the guard in that way you know, where we have this, this up-and-comer coming in. And with a lot of these young quarterbacks, and we're seeing some of the old guard being phased That's out right. when you look at some of the young, dynamic guys like Herbert, like Burrow, like Tua, like Jalen Hurts. You know, it's just such an exciting time to That's be in right. the league. Ben Baby, ladies and gentlemen, ESPN Bengals reporter, especially Tom Brady was a gangster. Joe Burrow is this era's gangster so far. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Jalen Hurts' favorite for MVP. Time for Philly to pay him. Coming up. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio. Everywhere you are. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.